It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. Here we go again. We're into another weekend, itching ever closer to Christmas Day and the end of the year. A Saturday morning, it is the 10th day for December for 2022 and coming up we're going to be speaking to Andrew Wheatley your mortgage broker and talking this morning about different schemes that are available for first home buyers and whether you are aware of them all. In fact sometimes people don't even take the money that is on offer or they don't do their homework and then find out after the fact that they could have gotten some money which kind of makes you mortgage brokers scratch their heads. So that's a very interesting podcast coming up in just a moment with Andrew. Optimism in the air. Can you feel it? Can you taste it as we get closer and closer to Christmas? People seem to be enjoying that Christmas functions and of course there's going to be plenty happening over the weekend. People reflecting really over the busy year and we kind of pat ourselves on the back and say well we may it and yes you did make it and this sort of puts a positivity into the property market somehow it permeates through so if you are heading out enjoy yourself tonight And if you're celebrating your birthday for today, December the 10th, happy birthday. Just the one celebrity celebrating, and that is Kenneth Branagh. He is turning 62 today. Having a look in the history books all the way back to 2001, the very first release of Lord of the Rings. It was the first in the trilogy, and I still haven't seen any of them. It's your weekend real estate breakfast, a serial-sized podcast about what's happening in your local backyard every Saturday morning on The Real Estate Podcast. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts, and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. All right, let's head around Australia and have a look at your weather on this Saturday morning. First, we go to Sydney expecting cloudy conditions but it should be mainly dry 23 is your forecast top today in Melbourne expecting a sunny one with 25 degrees Brisbane partly cloudy but dry and expect a high of 24 degrees and in Perth today blue skies and sunshine with 25 degrees we are just as addicted to property as you are every weekday morning from 6 30 It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Now, I want to take you back to July of 2000. It's a long time ago now, and it was at a time when the Australian government introduced a $7,000 grant to help offset the cost of GST. Do you remember this? Well, since then, various government schemes have come and gone in attempts by governments to help first-home buyers. And the question that we are looking at this morning Are these schemes still helpful? And if you're a first-home buyer, how can you tell which one is right for you? Well, let's find out from your mortgage guru, Andrew Wheatley, the Managing Director from Wheatley Finance. And a very good morning to you, Andrew. Welcome back to the Real Estate Podcast. 
Oh, good morning, Craig. You're showing my age now. I do remember old uh, John Howard bringing in that first home grant. I got one of them myself when I purchased my first property. Yeah, so John Howard, he was the PM. So first off, Andrew, can you give us an overview of how these schemes work? And secondly, what is currently available out there? The first thing to bear in mind is that all of these schemes have good intentions, but they're created by public servants who often don't understand that they have to be implemented by banks and sometimes they don't always have the the effect that they want to have. But the intention's always to help first home buyers be able to buy property sooner. They're all attacking it from the same way, which is that it's really hard to save up a deposit and they're trying to help people get through that deposit part quicker. The other thing that's really confusing is whoever's in charge of coming up with the names of these schemes has done no one any favours because the names all sound so similar that it's really easy to get confused and start mixing up one with another. So the one everybody thinks of is First Homeowners Grant. And that that is like the one you talked about in the intro where you're basically you're just getting some cash when you purchase. It's evolved over time and now the First Homeowners Grant is you get some cash, it's either $10,000 or $20,000 when you buy a new property. Basically $10,000 if you're buying kind of around the city and if you're out into a regional area, it can go up to 20,000. You need to just check the postcode uh, and you can find that out online. So so that's the one everyone thinks of about getting cash, but it's only for, for new builds. The other one that comes up all the time uh, is stamp duty. Now, the thing to remember with stamp duty is that's run by state governments. So it's different in every state in Australia. So wherever you live, you need to just jump onto the, the state revenue office in your particular state to see exactly what it is. But it's fairly similar where up to a certain purchase price, they'll waive the stamp duty. So it just means you have less cash when you purchase because it's one less fee you got to pay. Um, and then you might get some reduced stamp duty for a while as well. So so most first-time buyers potentially are going to have a reduction or maybe pay no stamp duty. So that's always the one you want to check out depending on what state you're in. And first home buyers, they're always looking for a positive result when it comes to acquiring the right mortgage and terms. Now, do you think that these schemes we are talking about this morning have the desired outcome to help first home buyers? Yeah, Craig, they do. Like they all help first time buyers purchase a property sooner. Uh, Now, critics would say that the negative effect they have is they also are driving up the price of houses. If you're trying to buy right now, they're useful. The one that's around at the moment that is the best scheme I've, I've seen the government come out with yet, like since 2000, would be the first home deposit scheme. Because in this one, they haven't messed around with using any cash. Basically, the, the government just becomes the guarantor for whoever's purchasing. But a simple way to explain it is, if you're a first home buyer, you're an Australian citizen, you earn less than $125,000 if you're single or $250,000 as a couple, then you qualify for this. And if you're purchasing a property like Sydney or Melbourne, you can purchase up to about $900,000, but you can check it for what state you're in. What you can do is if you've got a 5% deposit, that's it, just 5% and enough to cover any stamp duty or cost that might be there, you can purchase and you'll pay no mortgage insurance. What the government's done is is just set it up so that they'll guarantee the bank so that you can pay no mortgage insurance. And it's just awesome because it lets you buy way sooner or buy a better quality property without having to have that, that big mortgage insurance cost or trying to save up a 20% deposit. First home deposit scheme, it's the best one they've come out with yet. 
Okay, and so there is more than just one scheme to choose from. Which, I guess, in your experience of these schemes, do you think is the most helpful? Oh, well, absolutely. It's the one I just mentioned, that first home deposit scheme. There is a really similar one called the family home guarantee. It's basically the exact same scheme, except it's for single parents. And in this one, you can have owned property before. So you might've gone through a separation. You're trying to get back into the property market. You don't have a whole load of cash. And in that one, you only need a 2% deposit. So that's a really cool one if you're for a single parent trying to get back into the property market. Yeah, because it's quite interesting because a lot of people don't even grab some of these schemes like first deposit scheme and there are others that people just forget entirely about grabbing, which is like, in a way, it's free money. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Craig. For example, I was just talking to a lady yesterday who'd bought her first home six months ago, going through my standard questions and had said, oh, did you pay some mortgage insurance when you purchased this? And she said, yeah, it was about $15,000. And my heart was breaking inside because I thought, well, I wish I'd been talking to you six months ago because she qualified for one of these government schemes and could have saved herself all of that money just by not understanding it. So look, I get that all of these names are confusing. I get them mixed up myself. The one thing that I just want anyone who's listening to remember is if you're a first home buyer, make sure you check out all of the different government um, schemes that you that you qualify for. Even if you think, hey, I've got my 10 or 15 or 20% deposit, I don't need anything from the government, you still want to check it out anyway. Because the idea around getting your deposit right is to figure out how can you do it with the least amount of money, with the least amount of fees, and being able to buy the soonest. And usually, if there's a government scheme that you qualify for, you know we all give enough money to the government, when you get a chance to get something back, you want to find out about it. And if you qualify for it, make sure you're getting it. Yeah, so I, I guess the advice that you would give first home buyers when working out which scheme to use is to talk to you, look at the options and then work out a plan from there. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I run a regular workshop called Make You Move. It's for first time buyers. And all we go through is all the different types of deposit that you can use. And so one of those bits is talking about government schemes and just working out which ones you qualify for and are they worth taking. It's really the first thing you should do in the process of looking at finance, work out the deposit. And and if you're a first time buyer, part of that is understanding the government schemes. All right. Well, there we go. Plenty of great information around your mortgage, particularly first home buyers. Andrew, have yourself a great weekend, a a fantastic Saturday, and catch you back in a couple of weeks' time. You too, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.